What's up, everybody? It's Chad. I'm back again with another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. I'm here today with my buddy Josh from uh, Dutch, Bl Dutch Bliss. Do you go by Dutch Bliss or Dutch Bliss Ice Cream? It's Dutch Bliss. Okay, cool. Awesome, cool. Um, I just wanted to make sure I get that right. Um, he's joining me today remotely. Unfortunately, um, he couldn't join me today. I uh, got a little sick this week, but it happens. Um, but he's still with, here, with he's still here with me today to share with you guys about what he does. And I'm actually really excited because this is something that I haven't had on my show. And something you really don't see in the industry nationwide, really, and especially here in New Mexico. Um, so, Josh, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Cool, man. Uh, great. I'm glad you're here. For some reason, it's like your little light. I don't know if like you moved away from the speaker or something. Um, Let me get a little closer. There we go. Perfect. All right. So um, we'll just jump right into it. So, you know, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in the cannabis industry, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I uh, have definitely been a part of the cannabis culture uh, shoot longer than I should be, right? And, uh, <laughs> like all of us. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, took a little uh, journey uh, along the way to get me here. But, um, you know, been doing this for about two and a half years now in the, in the cannabis industry. And uh, just, you know, feel honestly so honored and blessed to, to be able to share some unique products uh, with, with New Mexico. Awesome, dude. No, I, I'm excited, too, because this is something that I haven't really seen. And especially the way that you're going about it. You know, it's not just like, you know, a tub of ice cream. We'll, we'll get we'll get more of that. It's a little bit of teaser for you guys. Um but first, you know, before the show, we were talking and come to find out both of us used to work for Apple. Um, oh, yeah. could, could you expand a little bit on that? You know, explain a little. I mean, even even your degree thing, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. So my background, you know, is in computer science uh, from my education standpoint. Really never got to uh, type too much into that uh, aspect of my career because, you know, shoot, back in 2020 when the world kind of shifted on us, uh, decided to really uh, take my journey into to a my passion, which has always been cannabis. Um, but yeah, spent a good amount of time like Chad uh, over in the Apple retail setting. Um, was working in New Jersey as a uh, genius bar, uh, a genius, I guess, is what, <laughs> <laughs> what our title was. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It is, a, it is an interesting title. And you know, the, the geniuses uh, or the, the guys at the genius bar in Hawaii, they were interesting. They like to troll a lot and, you know, play yep. jokes. So yeah. I don't know if that's everywhere. I would say I think that's across the company culture. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I got to spend time uh, working in stores in New Jersey, New York, uh, and uh, in New Mexico as well, uh, briefly in Albuquerque. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, dry humor, trolling on some customers, right? <laughs> definitely, yeah. uh, or, definitely. Or even me, the new guy. They, uh, they sent me oh, an yeah. adult film star, an old one, and uh, she was really cranky. And I didn't know who or what, and, and the, I just was thrown into the fire. And it was a little, yeah. <laughs> I came back and I was like, what the hell was that? And they just started laughing. I was like, these assholes did it on purpose. <laughs> you up, for sure. It was funny, though. It was funny. All, all in good funny. You got into uh, the lifestyle there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I, I loved it. You know, I loved working for Apple. You know, we, we both talked that, you know, it was a, it was a good gig, but... You know, I have, I have a degree in IT as well, or in computers as well, and I haven't used it yet. Um, you know, I, I use it every now and then, and people are like, hey, can you fix my printer? But um, that's about it. Uh, but, you know, here we are in the cannabis industry. So that's great. That So what made you shift from working with Apple and, and technology and computers and move over to the, to the cannabis side solely? 
um, you know, what honestly kind of shifted me that way um, was just kind of realizing, you know, what do you want to spend your time doing? And I, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, back in high school, I was playing in bands and realized that merchandise was how you made the money there, right? And then I've always had that kind of drive to, to build something from the ground up. And then I think that realizing that I had a talent in the kitchen with food and, you know, being able to use food and there's definitely, you know, ways to, to turn that into something, you know, viable for a business. And, and that's what led me here. Nice. And so you said you've been doing this for about two years now on the cannabis side? Absolutely. Dang. And you're making strides, you know, and everything. And your product looks great. So how long have you been like making the actual ice cream? Has it been that two years? Um, I'd say probably maybe like six months before that two years, you know. I was playing around in the uh, the kitchen. I, I love ice cream. You know, it was during the pandemic. Had a lot of time to just, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> right. Whipped out the old ice cream machine, whipped out some old family recipes, modified it a little bit. Some can of sugar might have found its way in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was the start of something beautiful. That's great. Yes. You know, I love hearing stories like that, especially the COVID stories where, you know, your life shifted dramatically into something beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. um, due to it and I've, I've heard that story many times and i'm kind of it, it's sad that it happened but at the same time for some people it changed their life for the better you know and it showed them that there's other stuff that they can do uh, like yourself you know so that's that's great that something good came from it um so your business let's talk about that so it's very unique to new mexico because you make cannabis infused ice cream and that's something i haven't really seen in the state at all um, especially about the way you're going about it you know so yeah, tell us a little bit about dutch bliss yeah, you know, Dutch Bliss has been a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's been well received here in New Mexico. Uh, I was, you know, once the recreational market hit and I uh, had my license, you know, I just kind of hit the ground running there and seeing who'd want to take the, uh, the the chance on this product and, and see, you know, how their customers might respond to it. And so far, positive feedback. So I can't ask for anything more there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100% because, I mean, we're so used to the, the edibles where it's, you know, gummies, suckers, chocolate, you know, even drinks, um, which, you know, that's, that's a cool little change or, you know, shakes and stuff. But yep. you add the ice cream in there and that's a whole different ballgame. Mm -hmm. um, so what you like, what made you like want to like want to infuse it at this point? Like, you know, like it was it just the experiments that you did back in 2020 or is it the fact that like you just saw you experimented yeah. and saw something from it. Yeah, I mean, once I did that, you know, I, I love ice cream. <laughs> That's what led me to making some ice cream. I love weed, so of course I'm going to put some in there. <laughs> and, right? <laughs> and honestly, I was blown away personally just by how fast the onset was compared to other edibles that I'd eaten at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, wow, there's something here to this. And, and you know, it's ice cream thing that makes people happy. Same with cannabis, right? So... It just kind of all clicked for me, and, and yeah, that's kind of what led to it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that that happened. That's just so funny how everything had to kind of fall into place into it, but, you know, to be where yep. we are. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's really cool because it's something that we've always wanted, and, and to be honest, it, what took so long? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to wait for the one guy to have a, have a you know, a whole life-changing experience. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So do you know anybody else that's doing the same or similar as you right now? 
yeah, recently I, I discovered, uh, and they just came to market with it, uh, that Vito Remedies Lab is making a cannabis-infused ice cream, and honestly, I'm flattered by that, uh, you know, just seeing that, you know, now there's other people that, you know, think this is a good idea, and they want to give a shot at it, you know, that, that's awesome. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, every recipe is going to taste a little bit different. So, you know, you have the Dutch Bliss flavor, you're going to have these other company flavors. So that's mm -hmm. great. You know, like you go to the store and you have different brands of ice cream all over the place. I mean, it's going to be the same thing in the cannabis world. And you started something that's cool. Well, it's really <laughs> funny to me. I was talking with one of my friends the other day about it. Um, and they just brought up the point. They're just like, isn't it kind of like crazy that like you don't really see cannabis infused ice cream anywhere else in the country, at least like you do here in New Mexico, you know, partially thanks to Dutch Bliss. And uh, and so it's interesting now that we're going to have multiple brands of ice cream to choose from at the dispensaries <laughs> in this little, you know, state we have. Which is, that's fun. No, that is, you know, yeah. there's going to be people sneaking in, you know, tubs of, you know, edible ice cream into the movie theaters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a good time to me, you know, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So for your ice cream, um, where do you get like the extracts for it? You know, the, the oils and everything. Or what do yes. you use? Um, so Dutch Bliss is, uh, you know, we, we're, it's a rosin-infused uh, ice cream brand. So we're always infusing with rosin uh, for Dutch Bliss. And uh, been very fortunate to work with a lot of great people here, uh, you know, as far as where we're sourcing our extracts from. Um, really huge shout-out to Z-Labs, absolutely, and the Taz Mountain Buds. Uh, really great guys. Um, definitely thankful to be able to work with their rosin and some really you know, unique products with it. Um, actually have some really cool collaborations with a few uh, new folks as well. Uh, we should be seeing some uh, special flavors coming out with Sawmill uh, and with uh, Green Fuego as well. Okay, shout um, out. Shout out, absolutely. And uh, I know that the Green Fuego rosin is from Couch Lock Extracts, which I'm excited to get to work with uh, that rosin as well. Yeah, they have really. some really good rosin. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, with uh, you know, we work with 37 Verde, so really Dutch Bliss all inclusive. We love working with everyone, and uh, really thankful, you know, for the opportunity to to work with some of the best uh, products in the state. Nice, yeah, no, and I'm happy for you too because those are really, really great extracting companies. You know, they yeah. really put out some good stuff. I know Z Labs won the Hash and Hades a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I got to try some of their, their rosin a few times and, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, so I'm great. It's great that you're working with those people and, you know, giving more people a chance, you know, and working with several. Um, so mm -hmm. is there any plans of, you know, kind of expanding that with like different farms or, you know, more companies or are you kind of just seeing where it kind of everything sets? Yeah. You know, um, always open to check out new product and, and see kind of, you know, what works. I mean, there's so many flavors out there and, and, you know, especially making edibles, the terpenes are everything. So yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> man. Like a sherbet with like a tangy. Mm. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think, uh, recently smelled a really nice jar of deluxe sherb so hoping to do something with that soon here yeah well how many flavors are you working with you know currently right now then uh currently at the moment i think i have yeah three different and about to have uh five in the refrigerator yeah okay so you got the you know and i'm sure that's going to expand only in time i mean 
-hmm. finding those perfect terps to go with it, you know, it goes really deep. I mean, yes. been growing cannabis, you know, for 10 years. I'm a, I'm a flower guy. So I'm like, oh yeah, it smells good, tastes good. But you know, once you go into the rosin and then even with you, it goes even further, you know, because you know, some guys that search for rosin, they're, they're looking for a particular plant. They're looking for mm -hmm. a particular, you know, um, glandular head on the trichomes, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're looking for all kinds of things. And so, you yes. know, like even yourself, now it goes past that. Now you're looking for the particular rosin with the certain flavors and smells yeah. and I'm excited to see where, where that goes because, you know, like some of these rosins coming out, the flavors are just fantastic. And, you know, yes. match that with a really good um, ice cream. I mean, it's just, uh, how can you beat that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, shoot, I would love to get to the point in working on uh, getting to a point where we can just have a spring specific ice cream line, uh, you know, just a separate series uh, and would love to have no other flavoring but the terpenes from the rosin. In that. Oh, dude. So, mm -hmm. Wow, you're onto something there. Yeah, that's that sounds like something great. Like, I just my mouth's watering just thinking about it. <laughs> that's pretty dope. Do you have any plans of like any expansion kind of stuff, or you know, what's your plan? What's the future for you know um, for uh, Dutch Bliss? Yeah, you know, so at the moment, uh, really, you know, just seeking to gain more, uh, you know, clients here in New Mexico and uh, just keep it going here. But uh, I think long-term vision would love to have the brand, you know, expand outside of state, you know, started here, but I really do see an opportunity to, to you know, bring this product to other markets. I mean, we've spoken with folks in uh, California that are just like, well, God, it's an infused ice cream. Like, we don't even have that. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, that's a whole other level because when you, when you mentioned the rosin, you know, People mm -hmm. that smoke raw or you know have smelled rosin, smoke rosin, know what it is. They're like, wait, that might be tasty, you know? Like, yes. The flavors in it, you know? It's <laughs> like actually oh. some flavor here left behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it a secondary. Uh, what about custards or anything? Are you, are you thinking of experimenting with like different types of ice creams and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you mentioned custards because uh, <laughs> the recipe for Dutch Bliss I advertise as ice cream, but it is technically a frozen custard. And I love custard. Um, if you're ever down here in Cruces, come on and check out Caliche's. Um, you know, they're yes. really good custard. I, I don't know if you've had mm -hmm. it before. Um, I have. Absolutely. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It is delicious. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I was just thinking of that yeah. one. Ooh, okay, even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Dutch Bliss. Uh, we use lots of eggs. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, mm. and speaking of, you know, I'd actually like to see, like, an infused ice cream sandwich. You know, that, that's, like, something that, mm -hmm. like, I really want to see in the future. What do you think about that? Yeah, I just, I don't know if I'm really into that one. Uh, oh, really? Particular, yeah. Uh, I mean. It... <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, it could be one of those things that, you know, could be good or bad. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, maybe one day, you know, it could be. Audience yeah. in that one. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe one day we'll figure it out and, you know, someone will do an ice cream sandwich. But, you know, if it's not for you, it happens, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, we'll see. Uh, well, that's great, man. And I, I love to see that, you know, you have this great innovation and, you know, you have this imagination with it that goes with it, too. You know, like, you know, there's so much that... 
I didn't even think of to do that, you know, you thought of, and it's great. And I love seeing that, you know, this expansion and everything. And, you know, I'm sure you can probably only take this to as far as your own limits of imagination can take it. You know, I'm, I'm really curious to see where it goes, you know? Yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, there definitely is a lot of potential and shoot, we have a lot on the way that I think, you know, everyone's going to be excited about for sure. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yes. I'll be excited about it too. Um, well, where can people find uh, Dutch Bliss and everybody on the internet or social media? Yeah, uh, on Instagram, we're at DutchBliss.official. Um, you could also find me on the web at TheFresh, with two H's, dot com. Uh, that would be the website. Um, shoot, when you scan the QR code on your jar, it will get you to the nutrition facts page there. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so you can yeah. see everything. If you're tracking your sugars and stuff, you know, uh, be weary. It's ice cream. See your lab analysis. It's all there. Absolutely. Awesome. And I'm glad a lot of people are moving to the QR code thing when it comes to that because there's so much that has to go on that little label that it's almost impossible yeah. to put everything. I was trying to just fit the text they wanted and realize with the size that I could apply to, what you know, the format I'm working on, it's just it's the only way to do it right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, Glad they let us do it, honestly. Me too. It only makes sense, you know, allow technology to kind of thrive in the industry too, you know, in some sort, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, well, well, thank you so much for, for joining me. I'm excited for you to continue the conversation with these other topics, but I'm glad we got a chance to talk about Dutch Bliss, where you guys are going, what kind of products you guys have. I'm really excited to, you know, see what is going to come from these ice cream, you know, and maybe one day we'll see an ice cream sandwich with someone else. Who knows? Um, so thank you again for joining me, Josh. And, um, yeah, let's continue the conversation. Um, so next I'm going to be talking about something that's kind of unpopular with some people and only because, you know, they see it as boring or, you know, they don't want to do it or they don't see it as something that you need insurance, uh, for your cannabis business. It's, it's kind of important for some, um, have you, do you know anybody that uses insurance for their cannabis business? I mean, be it retail or grow or et cetera. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. And, um, do they say anything like, you know, does it help this and that? Cause like, I kind of feel the way that the cannabis industry runs, it kind of would help you because there's not a lot that the government allows us to do. That's correct. And you know, in a lot of instances for any business, right, there are things that come up and having insurance for that, you know, situation is just a good safety plan, right? Yeah. hundred percent. And, the reason why I bring it up is because it seems like more and more companies are kind of start to come online or, you know, come to the green side and um, starting to work with the cannabis businesses a little bit more. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's great. And I guess um, recently a bunch of expos around the state have been showcasing these insurance companies and, you know, trying to get businesses to, to buy the insurance, which, to be honest, in a case like this, I feel that it would only help you, not hurt you. Um, because if you get robbed, um, that's something that it covers. You know, like say we've all seen it on the online. Those guys come with a truck and plow your door open and take everything on the inside. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're, you you got to close your doors because you have no product and you have no money. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's one of those things that I kind of noticed. And I was like, huh. So I think it's a good time for us to talk about it again because I actually had someone on for insurance a couple months ago. But it's something that's kind of reoccurring. And I'm trying to just raise awareness that, you know, this is something that you probably should have as a cannabis establishment and business, you know, along with the other things that help you out. Um, I, I mean, like, what are your thoughts, you know, on it and everything? On cannabis insurance? Yeah, I mean, so far, like, you know, what are your thoughts, like, you know, like, personally, what are your thoughts? Because I know you, I asked you about 
people that have it, but what are your thoughts really? Oh yeah. My thoughts, you know, truly are that, you know, it really could only benefit you to have you holding that insurance policy because you never know what's going to come up and, and being prepared. It's the, the only way to you know, stay relevant. Right. Yeah. hundred <laughs> um, percent. And you know, if, if you can't buy more product because you got robbed and you, because you're just barely getting by, that could be the, the nail of the coffin you know, for some businesses, you know, a lot of businesses right now, because, you know, if you look at the sales, some places are barely making 10 to $20,000, you know, a month with sales. And, you know, if they have to cough up 10 grand that they don't have, you know, then I might put them out of business if they can't, you know, recuperate somehow. So this insurance, um, not just this insurance, but the insurance that, you know, a lot of these companies are offering covers that <clears throat> they cover theft, you know, they cover, you know, loss of your, you know, um, crop, I guess some of them do, you know, if something happens, natural disaster, um, because that could be detrimental. You know, if you're growing outdoors, you get one shot that year. And mm -hmm. if something happens, uh, that's it. You know, you, you don't have yeah. any other, other shot, you know, that's it. For, yeah. For the year. And so if you have a policy that can help you out there and I hadn't even thought of it on the outdoor grow side, but <laughs> if there's policies that cover, you know, that, that situation happening, that's, a, that's amazing. No, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, with the feds and everything, you know, maybe changing things here soon, you know, be it Schedule 3 or if we go unscheduled, which we all know we really want and need unscheduling. But mm -hmm. both of those will actually allow more insurance companies to work with us, which is a, a good thing. But at the same point in time, you know, um, we would just want it off of scheduling altogether. Um, but that's another thing we need to think about. So it might be a good time for a lot of places that don't have insurance to kind of start thinking about it because that could be a requirement once the federal government gets involved. So you might as well get ahead of the curve and, you know, help yourself in the long run too, because you're only going to help yourself with, you know, having insurance like this because yeah, getting robbed is a real thing that can happen. It's happened here in New Mexico. You know, the places sure. have been robbed. It happens all the time. They have friends. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, it does happen. Mm-hmm. And their favorite way of getting in is busting windows. So, you know, not only are you out of product, now you got to re replace that window. That window, yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge old mess. So, and, and I really wanted to let people know that if you're in the Las Cruces area, I actually do have somebody um, who does insurance. Um, her name is Rachel, but she also goes by Raquel. I'm going to pop her up right here. This is her Instagram. You can go check her out. She does do um, insurance for, you know, the cultivators, the retail um, if you're curious, if she does insurance for your business, say your ancillary, give her a call. Maybe she does. She probably will. Um, she's very knowledgeable. She works really hard and, uh, she's really, to, really willing to help you guys out. Um, the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up and I'm, you know, uh, plugging my friend here is because the fact that a lot of people are going to need insurance and I'm going to get questions. Hey, do you know somebody that sells insurance? And so to mitigate those questions, I'm giving you guys the answer right now. Um, for future references to let you guys know that this is where you're one of the places where you can go for insurance without having to ask me or, you know, running around thinking. So if you watch the show, congratulations, you got a free tip today. Um, so thank you for Rachel for Rachel. I call her Rachel Raquel, um, for, you know, allow me to, to share your information today. Um, you know, it's going to help hopefully some retail establishments that, you know, maybe go through some hardship or something happens, you know, um, like I like to say shit happens. Um, but that's all I have for insurance. Well, what about you? Do you anything else do you want to share on that? Uh, really nothing I could think of at the moment. Great yeah, job covering it. I mean, but yeah, definitely an important, uh, topic to cover for sure. 
Heck yeah, you know, I just wanted to make sure I gave somebody an actual agent they can call instead of saying, hey, you need insurance, good luck. You know, at least, you know, they at least get one person they can start off with. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and as you were saying, more and more people popping up was at uh, the, the uh, Lucky Leaf convention last weekend. And uh, that was glad to see the insurance reps out. Yeah, because you know, like myself as a grower, I love seeing the grow light companies there. I love mm -hmm. seeing the RO companies there, but the insurance companies, you know, I actually do like seeing them there because it shows that the industry is getting more support. You know, correct, getting more yeah, support, just like, more sophisticated, more more like a traditional business as as it should be, right? Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. And you know, mm -hmm. things are slowly changing, but they're also changing quickly at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's good. But yeah, that's all I had about the uh, about the insurance thing, tax thing. That's what I'm talking about next. Um, the insurance thing. So we're going to move on. And I'm just going to talk briefly about this because um, it's interesting. So Eddy County, if you guys don't know, Eddy County is one of the counties here in New Mexico. Um, they released some tax information. And I want to share this with some of you because a lot of people are like, oh, where are all these, where's the taxes going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't, I don't even know how much we're getting. So here's a comparison. So Eddy County in New Mexico received $2,792 of, of excise tax from the state. And I believe... Um, that's excise tax every month that they get. That's not just okay. overall through the year. Monthly um, excuse me? That's, that's what they're getting monthly. From yeah, months. it's pretty much what they're getting monthly. And, and you know, it fluctuates, of course. Um, and if you guys don't know, Eddie County um, hosts Carlsbad or has Carlsbad. That's, you know, the county's biggest city. So it's eastern New Mexico near Texas. Um, and so the tax and revenue income um, that they collect to the tax taxation the primary source of the government revenue is taxation, obviously. Um, so this is straight from an article that I read, and it said that the states altogether have generated about $15 billion in adult use um, tax, which is crazy, from 2014 to last year. Um, so that's quite a bit of money, and you know, that's kind of around the predictions that they said, you know, this industry is going to be worth billions of dollars. Um, however, right now there's no plans for Eddy County on what they're going to spend the funds on. And I guess the they voted and they weren't sure what to do with it, so they kind of put a pause on it to figure it out. Um, that's kind of what I what I got a gist from it, and um, that kind of sucks because it could be used for schools or something like that. You know, instead they want to kind of pull back, and there's gonna and what I'm sure what happened is there's these other outside entities wanting some of the money. You know, like be it police, be it you know the city, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know about you or your, your experience with the, the taxes, you know, up there and you're in Bernalillo, right? I'm in Sandoval. Yep. Sandoval. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how they are like in Sandoval or anything, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting to, to see, you know, this going on in Eddy County and the way th them actually being very transparent with this and, you know, letting us know how much they're getting and the whole industry is pretty transparent. It's like, we don't know what to do with it right now. Uh, we got to think about it. Maybe they have a lot of people kind of discussing or are kind of making their case for why they they need these funds at the moment i don't yeah and that's kind of what i'm thinking too and you know it says here's a quote as it was never expected to receive a significant amount so i think that's the reason why on top of that too not the only reason but they just weren't expecting to get that much and now they're kind of like well what do we do with it and i'm sure they have other people well i want it well i want it i want it so Sure. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, somewhere good, somewhere that can benefit the city. Way, personally, what's up? I really would like to see it go to education. Really, truly. Oh, me too, hundred um, percent. My parents were teachers, so yeah. Um, we need a lot more funding when it comes to schooling and education and everything. 
Uh, so I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, education's important. You know, it's it's the future, yeah. and the you know, future. if our kids aren't educated, absolutely. Yeah. Get so. Oh, 100%. So I'm going to explain, you know, the way this ca cannabis distribution works. Um, so I've got to close something. Oh, he's going to plug something in real quick. Sorry about that. But um, the, the way it works is it's, I guess it's um, similar to gratuity. Um, sales from one month are reported by the 25th of the following month and then distributed ha distribution happens another month after that. So it's like a month late almost. Um, yep. So yeah, this does happen every month, but they stop it at the 25th. Um, I'm thinking the reason for that is because every month has a 25th and not every month has a, has a 30 or a 31st. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, and they probably probably adds up somehow and, you know, it equals out in the end. Um, yeah. So there was a total of $376,000 of cannabis sold in that area. Um, so that's quite a bit. Um, and they generated $20 million um, in Carlsbad. And I believe the 376 because the, the article itself I think there was a typo. It didn't say the tax. I'm just taking that as tax because it says they generated 21 million and then they get the 376. So I, I have no clue where it's going. There might have been a little thing on that. And I was even confused. I was like, wait, what do you mean by that? So I want to let everybody know the reason why that sounds weird is because it came straight from the article and I didn't want to like change anything or put my own wording. Um, but that's what the article said. It is a little confusing. But um, one of the stats that they says combined sales in Artesia were 2.5 million with 47,000 transactions. And Artesia's not too far from Carlsbad. So that's actually surprising too. Like there's Gina. Hey, there's a face reveal. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I just it's wanted to interesting to see that amount because I think well, it wasn't too long ago that Artesia didn't even have the dispensary. Yeah, I, I think you're right, to be honest. Like I haven't like been to Artesia like in it since like high school when we played football there. Yeah, um, I was there right at the beginning of rec when I was making delivery to Carlsbad. Um, and it was just like, oh, I've never seen this town before. Let's see if there's a dispensary. And there were none. Uh, and maybe like took another like six or eight months. <laughs> but, Holy crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many they have there. You know, I'll probably look at that later, that stat. Or if you guys know, put I it know in the comments. I know Acos Valley. That was the first one that popped up there. And, I'm not sure if there is any else, you know, anyone else over there. There, there might be now. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to, chill, I'll have to look. Sometimes I just get curious to see, you know, what's, what's where or what, you know, like even check my hometown, see how many dispensaries are there, which there's a lot. <laughs> but there's a lot of dispensaries everywhere right now. Oh, um, I was looking at the overall list today and it's like, <laughs> right. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> um, what's up? Like 600 or so, yeah. Something like that, dude. It's a, I haven't looked at the, the numbers in a while, um, but I'll have to look again to see where they're at. Because it looked like they're kind of going down a little bit um, retail-wise, yeah. um, which, is, which is good. Um, unfortunate for the people that closed. Yep. See you later, Chad.
think that outlet doesn't work. What's up, man? Give me one second. Hey. <laughs> good. Sorry about that, everybody. We had a disconnection. Um, oh, plug the computer and doesn't work, so I had to put it into another one. Um, right. so we're going to do it off the phone real quick. Absolutely. Doing this all on the fly. All right. Sorry about that, man. No worries. Yeah. So Windows is resuming. It should be back on the other side, so I might flip over. But uh, yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit, I guess. You know, we were talking about, you know, Eddie County and some taxes and stuff, and, you know, how they're kind of going about it and, you know, putting it out there. So it's great. Um, it goes along the lines of um, what's called the cannabis, uh, was it regulation fund? And it was created yep. when we passed the law and everything like that. And um, oh, hang on, I'm letting Gino get in here real fast. Um, and it consists of you know appropriations, gifts, grants, donations, fees collected by the department as the Cannabis Regulation Act and the Medical Cannabis Program. Um, so yeah, and any and so I guess in this case, you know, which is weird. So I don't know what's really going to happen. It says this from the law: it says any unexpected or unencumbered balance remaining at the end of the fiscal year shall revert to the general fund. Fund noted in the law. So it kind of sucks because like clock ticking to figure out how to use this money, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. back? Okay, cool. I think we're going to be back to the next, to the old way now. All right. All right, we're back. All right, we're back. Cool. All we're right. Back. That was a pretty smooth transition, by the way. Um, sorry about that, everybody. You know, we uh, had a little blackout for a second. Hope you weren't just sitting there in silence. <laughs> oh, we're good. I yeah, but so. that's really all I had for, like, the tax thing. Um, you know, I, I hope that, you know, it gave you some of you an idea of really where the taxes are going, what the issues we run into uh, when trying to figure out, you know, sometimes we make too much money and they don't know what to do with it. So um, have you had any word from your area over in Sandoval, like any issues like this happening? Uh, none that have, you know, kind of that I'm aware of, to be honest, uh, it's something maybe I should uh, look into, uh, but hadn't really heard of any, uh, any kind of, uh, we don't know what to do with this funding uh, in, in my area here. I do know that I I live here in Rio Rancho, that oh. they are collecting a sizable uh, tax from the municipality itself. Oh, you and broke up pretty bad. Uh, am I here? Uh, can you hear me? We're paused. <laughs> all right last time all right sorry about that man sorry about that everybody um we are having issues with this computer today and this is the first time oh. it's happened so it's just a, a day where everything's just going wrong um but yeah that's all i had for the tax thing and everything and uh, i'm actually probably going to end it on here because we're having so many issues right now but i'm glad that i you know i got to have you on here man and you know like I had one more um, topic to talk about, but that's something that we can cover another time. You know, it's just, you know, us talking about how the state kind of messed up the Cannabis Regulation Act, and we're going to have to probably go back and change it. But next year is a 30-day session, and it's a little bit harder to change laws and everything when it's a 30-day session, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was 30-day sessions. I shoot, I remember just kind of waiting for years to get a recreational uh, bill passed through for that reason, so... Maybe something uh, that, that might be addressed at some point with our legislature. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, doing thirty uh, during a thirty-day session, it makes it so hard um, because they only have thirty days, and usually on the thirty-day session, they're just working on the uh, the funding and everything like that for the state for the year. Um, mm -hmm. The next year it will be a sixty-day session, 
I have more hope for that. But if all of us kind of band together, you know, we could be able to, um, you know, get something passed within that 30 day session. So, um, but anyway, um, I, I really appreciate you having me, you know, you coming on and everything, man. And, you know, uh, Gino's kind of messing with the computer, but um, yep. <clears throat> we're going to shut it down early today, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, we'll be back again next week with a full episode. We just missed one topic today. I'm just glad we got to talk about you and, you know, everything about Dutch Bliss and get the ice cream stuff out the way, man, because it's so cool what you have going on. I really appreciate that, Chad. Like, super cool for you to have me on here and give me the opportunity to talk about it. That was great. Thank you. Heck yeah, man. I appreciate you. And I uh, uh, can't wait to see what else you got uh, going on in the future. And can't wait to have you on again. And I promise we'll have this, you know, computer situation figured out. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will get it down there. Uh, it's, it happens sometimes, right? <laughs> right. It does to the best of us, man. So appreciate yeah. your patience and everything, man. Hey, you're welcome. And just want to say a quick plug out uh, for myself, Dutch Bliss drink mixes uh, for the fall. Guys, add a little cup of hot water to the drink mix. Have a nice rosin infused beverage. Uh, be on the lookout. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for that. And, you know, thank you again for, for, uh, for being on the show. And um, do you want to get us out of here and do the, do the outro? Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, man. Uh, sorry for the outro. I do, is there an outro? Oh, no. Just just say, see you guys next week or something. <laughs> <laughs> Word. See you guys next week, and uh, thank you for having me. Laters. Nice, guys. All right. We'll see you all next week, guys. Shoots. Do you hit the end?